Good evening and a warm welcome to you. People of Note is broadcast every Sunday from 6 to 8 and in it I interview someone who is a person of note and we listen to music of their choice. My guest tonight is Gaston Rivero, a tenor who's been visiting South Africa to sing at Starlight Classics and to give an opera gala concert in Johannesburg. Welcome, Gaston. Hello, how are you, Richard? Good Very well, you. thank you. Lovely to have you on the program. And uh, is this your first visit to South Africa? Yes, actually my first visit to the entire continent, my first time in Africa. Wow. Yeah. But you come from, originally from Uruguay in South America. Yes, I come from South America. I was born in South America. Then uh, I grew up in Argentina. And at around 20 years old, I moved to, to the United States. And from there, I have been spending time in Europe and in, in America. You know, and, and you sing all over the world now? Yes, yeah, yeah, performing worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> intense, intense life. Yeah. Always in opera houses or do you do a lot of concerts as well? I do concerts as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. mainly opera. Mainly opera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you have a particular tenor voice called uh, Spinto. Espinto. I am a tenor Spinto. That, that term uh, ref refers to uh, a voice that uh, pushes, that uh, comes from a spinge, from something that that uh, it it push, the, the, the sound is powerful and pushes. You know, yeah. It's for it's certain a, repertoire. It's got an edge. Yes. What exactly. what sort of repertoire do you sing normally? Well, um, mainly my 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 territory is Verdi and Puccini, uh, the the lyric, dramatic, and lyric spinto or dramatic repertory from from roles such as uh, uh, Bohème, Rodolfo in La Bohème, to Otello in Verdi. Let's say. And you've been doing this all your life. Did you know quite early on you wanted to be a singer? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, actually, uh, when I was uh, 12 years old, uh, it was it's a, it's a very, very funny story that uh, I, my father was an opera singer, actually, you know, and and uh, we 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 had opera all day long at home, you know. I I, I didn't grow up with so much pop music around me, uh, so. Uh, one day I was playing with my brothers and sisters and I, when, when, when I was 12 and it was uh, so funny because uh, we were listening to Randot and we were playing and when the moment of Don Non Piangere Liu, the first of the, the the end of the first act came, the area of the tenor, uh, I was 12 and I opened my mouth and I started singing and the voice came out like like I didn't know where it was coming from and immediately my brothers and sisters were open their eyes you know so big and they were looking at me and saying well, what is going on you know here and my father came from the other room and said who is singing and i, I didn't even <laughs> i didn't even know what, what what i had inside but immediately after that he recognized the talent and and and, and he sent me to the school of music the following year yeah in uruguay no that's in argentina in argentina in buenos aires yes, yes. yeah so your whole family, your family has been involved in music for a long time. We'll yeah. hear about that. But let's listen to your first choice of music, which is the famous Nessun Dorme. It's sung here by the Afro Tenors. A special African version of Nessun Dorme, performed by the Afro Tenors and chosen by my guest Gaston Rivero. Gaston, we were talking about your life and the fact that you come from a family of musicians. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, I would say, you know, I come from a family that has been involved for almost 150 years in the in the classical mu music world, uh, mainly in South America and France and in England. Uh, but uh, in South America is where, where they really expand and they they became a first violinist in in in, in theaters such as Sodre in Montevideo and Solis. In, Mon in Montevideo as well, in Teatro Colón, in Buenos Aires, and my father opera singer, and my grandfather was an opera singer, and a half uncle who was also a conductor. So for for a while, you know, it, it, I would say that my family has been connected to classical music. Yeah. But always in that part of the world, they 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 operated there. You are the first one to move away from there. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, fortunately, uh, they were able to to make music in South America during a period where uh, 
uh, I would say it, it was uh, very well paid yes. <laughs> in South America. My father had w was called by many famous conductors back in the 70s and the 60s, uh, invited to go and sing in, 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 in Europe and to start a career and to, and to move the entire family uh, to uh, Austria and Germany. But he didn't want to because the, the situation was so good and the living was was so, so comfortable yeah. that why to move and start an international career. And now? And now not. Now the situation is not so good anymore. Unfortunately, you know, uh, the quality changed and the, 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 the interest uh, changed a lot. And, and unfortunately, uh, uh, it's not the same as it as was. It was yeah. Yes. But there are still some, some beautiful theaters there. They are still, they are still yeah, beautiful theaters, but they don't do the kind of seasons that they yes. used to do in the past which yes. going from the German to the repertoire to the Italian repertoire and the Russian repertoire and the ballet and it was so big even when I was born and I was a child back in the early 80s I remember it was a powerful institution Teatro Colón was considered the third best theater in the world during those years still during those years but uh, well things change unfortunately in, in, in life and, and well Life must go on. But but you at least have found your niche now in in Europe and America. Yes, yes, yes. I'm very glad, uh, mainly uh, to primarily to to America because uh, open open the arms for me in order to receive me and to help me with the scholarships and with the opportunities to represent America in many competitions worldwide and and through that they uh, started making experiences and giving me bro uh, the opportunity to perform on Broadway as well and then to in, in opera, small opera houses, regional houses but who for me in my early 20s was magnificent because I was able to start expanding my my knowledge and my experience on the stage and then to Germany uh, because uh, well Germany has became be became my home in, in Europe and you know, has been supporting me a lot in my, in my, my professional life. So here comes a composer from South America, Heto Villalobos. This is uh, the aria or cantilena sung by Nadine Sierra with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and Roberto Spano. Music by Heto Villalobos, that was called Aria Cantilena, featuring Nadine Sierra and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra cellos under Roberto Spano. And my guest, Gaston Rivero, was just telling me that you've, you've met Nadine Sierra. I met Nadine, yes. We had a chance to work in Israel, in Tel Aviv. Uh, some years ago, we did La Bohème together. Beautiful voice, beautiful woman, and great, great, uh, great, great artist on stage. Yeah. So you do you still travel quite a lot? A lot, a lot. Yes, uh, you know. All the time you're on the road. All the time, all the time. I spend at home very few days a year. I but home say. is where now? In well, that's a good question. Where is home? <laughs> 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 yeah, because I spend more time uh, in in hotels and uh, <laughs> and in apartments than than, than home. Yeah. But uh, I, I have a I, I am divided in four different places. Uh, um, my main residence is New York. Uh, I also have a place in Leipzig, uh, in G Germany, Leipzig, whom, which is a very, very wonderful location for when, I, when I'm performing in that area. And I also have in Freiburg another location, yes, where I am in singing in that in that territory. I have yeah. also house there. Yeah. Gosh, so you have to keep up a lot of establishments yeah 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 so bad uh, that gives me the, the comfort that yeah. that i don't miss home so much yes. because i have uh, the different locations that are home yeah. you know and they are close so if yeah. i have a chance to work in in a place like like like, like berlin i i go back and forth i stayed in leipzig which is only one hour away then and and also, fortunately, Leipzig also offers me around 15 performances a season, so I have the chance to be to be in Leipzig yeah. at home as well very yeah. often. So, and fortunately, the operatic life in Germany is still strong. Hopefully, yes. Fortunately, yes, and let's hope that it will be forever like yeah. that. <laughs> Although I think uh, opera houses in Europe have also been suffering a bit. Yes, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. But for you, you're kept very busy. It sounds to me. I am, I yeah. am. You know, the, the, 
the fortune that I have is that the repertory that 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 I that I do uh, demands certain certain quality of of opera singers that is not so common today. And if probably if would if we would be back in the seventies, my story would be completely different. Because <laughs> there was more competition. It would be much yeah. more yeah, much more competition. Yeah. yeah. But so give us an example of who are tenors or who have been tenors in your sort of fach. Who who are they? Well, uh, I would mention uh, tenors, if I have to give you some names, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, I would say uh, Bergonzi, Martinucci, Corelli, Del Monaco, Domingo, Carreras, Pavarotti, uh, all these tenors that they made they fall in the same category as you. I would say, spinto, yeah, spinto. as a spinto, yeah. yes, in my kind of repertoire. Of course, some of them sang roles that I didn't sing, yes, and some of them, and I sang some roles that many of them did not sing, you know, in their entire careers. So, uh, but let's say, you know, it's the same type of fact, the same type yeah. of, yeah. And here comes Placido Domingo. This is uh, Berceuse by Benjamin Godard. It features Itzhak Perlman and the New York Studio Orchestra under Jonathan Tunick. That was music by Benjamin Godard, Berceuse, sung by Placido Domingo with the violinist Itzhak Perlman and the New York Studio Orchestra under Jonathan Tunick. The choice of my guest, Gaston Rivero. Gaston, um, for our listeners, you came to South Africa mainly to sing at Starlight Classics, and you're doing also an opera gala concert, um, and it's wonderful to have you here. The connection was actually uh, Colin Shachat, whom I don't think you've sung with ever, but it was he who put me on to you and said, you know, really we should get uh, Gaston to South Africa. How have you found it here in South Africa? Well, I have to tell you, it's lovely. It's, it's a lovely country. It's a lovely, lovely place. Great, great people. You know, great team. We had, you know, uh, until now, and everything was so well organized that the, it was beyond my expectations. Honestly, did you have any expectations? I would say, you know, uh, I I didn't expect it. Uh, I would say so so uh, professional. Yeah. You know, uh, and and it was incredible. The, the level of the orchestra was top. Uh, the 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 singers until now, the the artists, all of them, you know, well, so well prepared. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for sure, they have wonderful school of music here and yeah. and great training. Yeah, because uh, I suppose you do big outdoor concerts. For our listeners, I just want to say that Starlight Classics is a big outdoor concert which we do at the Country Club in Johannesburg. We have an audience of about. 4,000 people, uh, and it's quite exciting. It's very cold, I have to say, out there. You, yes. you were you were expecting a hot African sun, but it's cold yeah. at night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to tell you that my, my, my good impression from South Africa started long time ago uh, when I I sang in the com back in 2009, 2008, if I'm not wrong, I sang in a competition, the Belvedere competition, and Soprano Pretty Yende won the competition. Won ah, the first prize. The same year that you were competing? Yes, I won the second prize. You know, uh, like I could say that she kicked my ass. <laughs> 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 but she was amazing. She was yeah. incredible. And I yeah. have to tell you the truth. From then on, my, 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 my impression was, uh, you know, like, okay, you know, it's. For it looks like in South Africa they have better ed musical education than many places in Europe. Yeah. I was impressed. <laughs> better training than, than, than in many places in America or in South America, not to talk about. So I was very, very impressed. And later on, I worked on Broadway with a tenor uh, Pumsule Sojola, who is also South African. And and then I said, okay, no, this is is unbeatable. You know, the the the, the 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 vocal position, the singing, the the technique was was just perfect. Yeah, you and know. It, and it's interesting that now on the Starlight stage you were working with Pretty Sister Nombulela. I, I found out a few days later, yes. you know, that she was a sister when, yeah. when I saw the clip. I said, yeah. my God, you know, I didn't know, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I I didn't associate yes. the the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the names. Well, that's a nice coincidence, also. It's a beautiful coincidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she. Has 
having an amazing career right now. Yes, know, yes. Amazing. I think she's just starting out now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think um, we have produced a lot of very interesting and good singers from South Africa, and I'm sure you'll come across more of them. In fact, I heard about you first from a South African tenor who's living in Germany. Uh, he's now at Chemnitz. His name is Siabonga Makungo. He's a more lyrical tenor. Uh, not like you, um, and but also a very excellent tenor, and he comes back here quite regularly to perform. Oh, okay. Now we're going to have something different. This is uh, Damni to Forza. This is by Verdi from La Traviata. Kirita Kanua, Silvia Mazzone, and Olga Borodino with the orchestra and chorus of Maggio Musicale in Florence under Zubin Meta. Those singers were Kirita Kanua, Silvia Mazzone, and Olga Borodina performing music by Verdi, Damni to Forze, or Cielo, with the orchestra and chorus of Maggio Musicale in Florence, under Zubin Meta. And off-air, Gaston was telling me that he's got a good story. Yeah, well, uh, actually, it was so funny, because since this this uh, this recording that we just heard uh, was conducted by Zubin Meta, I had a very funny story with him in, in Jerusalem also. I would say, like, almost 10 years ago, we did La Traviata, also concert version, and for some reason... I d we don't know where the, the guys that were supposed to sing uh, um, Giuseppe and the Messaggero, they were at the cantina or somewhere else. They didn't show up. So suddenly we started the, 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 the second act and, and, and I was singing all my sing along. And when this, this sing came up, you know, La Signore Partita, Latin de Vocalese, the, the, the orchestra started and Giuseppe was not there. You know, I said, and I was completely alone on stage and nobody was singing so I said okay il so ti calma forse potrà avere la vostra perdita ma ninna l'impedirà qualcuno nel giardino chi è là nobody answers and I said to myself sono io I felt so stupid, you know, and at certain point, the, of course, the messenger supposed to give me the letter from, from Violeta, and Subin Meta, who was standing up there next to me, took a piece of the score, <laughs> broke, <laughs> broke it, gave it to me as the letter from Violeta, and I said, Di Violeta, it was so embarrassing, but so funny also. Was, was this in a, con in a performance? In a performance, in a performance, in a performance yes, in a performance. Uh, nobody knows where were the Giuseppe and the Messaggero, if they were the, uh, the cantino somewhere, you know, but they forgot completely. Wow. And it was so funny to, to be singing all this first act, yeah. talking with myself on a stage. But the, uh, did they come eventually? They eventually came, you know, somebody was there, but it was too late already. Right? <laughs> you are <laughs> and the and the score was now taught. <laughs> That's amazing. I think these these strange things happen to in in all of in all of opera, you know. It's it's almost like an opera by itself. Oh yes, the, absolutely. The story, yeah? Absolutely. Um so you've worked with Zubin Meta. Who else have you worked with conductor wise? Wow, I had a Subin Meta, amazing, was a great, great experience with Daniel Barenboim also, many times. And, uh, in, in, Berlin? in Berlin? In Berlin, in Berlin. We, yeah. work, we were in Berlin, yeah. Uh, and who is the, um, the conductor in Leipzig? Uh, well, I work a lot with Ulf Schirmer. Yes. In Leipzig, yeah, yeah. great, great conductor, great supporter also. Yeah. I, I really appreciate all what he has been doing for me because... Uh, supporting me a lot since it's already 10 years and giving me several roles to debut also yeah. difficult roles and yeah, yeah yeah great experience so and it makes a big difference who is directing and conducting in in opera so it's very nice yeah. for you to work in an opera house yeah. where there's a solid foundation absolutely yeah. absolutely you know it, uh, f for me that is 50% of my of my uh, of my performance depends on that because uh, uh, I, I can deal with with crazy ideas coming from different regies. Yeah. That the the, the mom, suddenly a director comes with ideas that he wants you to sing, you know, dressed you know, or performing in certain way or in certain position or to do this. You know, I consider myself very athletic on that sense in the stage, and I am always open to new ideas. But uh, when I don't have a good connection with a conductor, that makes things more more, yeah, more yeah, complicated. Yeah. You know, and I'm very glad that until now, you know, I had, I've been very, very lucky. Yeah. Well, now we're going to go to music from Faust by Charles Gounod. It features uh, Angela Georgiou 
and Roberto Alagna with the Orchestra of the Royal Opera House in Covent Garden under Richard Armstrong. That was music from Faust by Charles Gounod, Il se fait tard, Angela Giorgio with Roberto Alagna and the Orchestra of the Royal Opera House Covent Garden, conducted by Richard Armstrong, the choice of Gaston Rivero, who's my guest in People of Note. He's a tenor uh, based in, well, New York and Leipzig and Freiburg, but he's visiting South Africa at the moment, and he's been singing at Starlight Classics, and he did uh, a concert, an opera gala concert at the Linda Auditorium, and one of the arias uh, that you sang there was Di Quella Pira. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite role that you like to play? Otello. Otello. Certainly Otello. Yes. Yeah. I debuted Otello last season. Before the Otello was Radames in Aida, but after performing Otello, I said, okay, this is unbeatable. That's your number one. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> From beginning to end. Yeah. yeah. Well, this, this aria di quella pira is a powerful piece also, yeah. where he's calling uh, his soldiers to come and help him to rescue someone he thinks is his mother. This dread pyre it is. And singing this is Yussi Bjorling, uh, who you must have had heroes when you were young also. Who were your heroes like tenors, you know, who who you looked up to? Well, that's very different because um, uh, I, I remember, you know, I was mentioning Otello just now, and then one of the reasons was that uh, when I was a child, I remember having my 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 cassette and and, li and listening to to a recording of of uh, Mario del Monaco singing Otello, and I was I was so impressed about the expression and and and, and the emotions and, and and the music, the interpretation was magnificent. But when it comes to the beauty, the, the, the beauty of the voice, uh, uh, in my opinion, the most beautiful voice that a tenor ever had was Carreras. Carreras. You know, it's, it's, I would say that uh, I really admire him in his early years, you know, is incredible, incredible. So beautiful, so beautiful that, uh, of course, I never went in direction to to trying to imitate yeah. a, a singer. My, my father was very strict, you know. Always, you know, he was telling me, "Be yourself, focus, and be yourself." This is a profession. This is not a, a, an opportunity to show off. You have to be humble and you have to focus. You know, he he has been extremely, extremely powerful. Because of course, as soon as I realized that I have the voice, I started receiving a lot of invitations from friends in order to go to weddings or parties and come and perform and sing or small contracts here or small things. And my father was when he saw that I was going in that direction in thinking a little bit that this was an opportunity to to be in the spotlight. Uh, he stopped all of that when I was 16, 17 years old. He said, no, 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 no. You are going in the wrong way. This is a profession, you know. You have to focus. Be yourself. Find your voice, you know, and, 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 and work. Focus. But uh, certainly the, the most beautiful, the, the, the tenor that I admire the most for the beauty of, of, of the sound it, it was Jose Carreras. Absolutely. Yeah. But your father obviously gave you good advice. And is he still around to give you good advice yes yeah yeah he lives in florida he lives in in, in hallandale close to miami and once in a while we talk we yeah. talk because uh, of course uh, it's not that we always had a good relationship father and son when it comes to to classical music we had a lot of a uh, a lot of clashes which is is, is, under, is yeah. it's understandable no is 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 um, but uh, I still listen to him. I remember that when I was preparing Otello, and it was a role that he 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 mastered back in the in, this, in the early eighties. Uh, I, I had to ask him very often and, and tell him, "Look, uh, I feel tired when, when this part comes." So he said, "Okay, back up here, uh, safe voice there." Uh, go and attack there. Take it. Re take a rest here or there. You know, and the same thing ha happened with with my my, my first uh, uh, when we did my, well, when I did my first uh, uh, Aida. Uh, I I knew that uh, I said okay. I'm 31 years old. I need work. You know, and and this is the only thing that companies are are offering me. And I have to to master a way to find a way to 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 survive. So I talk to him and he said okay it's not so difficult don't give so much when it comes to the to singing with the chorus safe voice there 
you know, and protect your voice in this in this duet, you know, there and give because after that you have this difficult section that where you will need a lot of power and and that's it, you know. We have been good advice. Yes, absolutely. Here comes Di Quella Pira from Il Trovatore. You see, Bioling is the singer. Obviously, quite an old recording that of Yussi Bioling singing Di Quella Pira from Il Trovatore by Giuseppe Verdi, the choice of Gaston Rivero, who's my guest in People of Note. Gaston, are there are there still singers coming? Although you say the operatic life in South America is not as good as it used to be, are there still singers coming from that part of the world? They are, but they have a problem in general, you know, and it's very sad because uh, I, I have a. Um, I, I also have a a, a program that helps uh, young singers mainly coming from South America and give them w with a scholarship and some connections in theater so they can maybe be part of an ensemble for for a couple of seasons and it's sad it's sad because you have s they, they so much potential but they for some reason they don't want to leave the comfort that they have in South America which is is an emotional comfort the 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 one that they have the friends uh, a, a kind of life that uh, is you find a lot of peace of mind and and it's very difficult for for them to say uh, i want to go and 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 i want to do it i, I was so so often so disappointed because friends from berlin they told me look gaston we need a, a base a young base for for certain roles and and i said stop looking i have somebody i pay and i talk with the singers i pay you the flight i, I cover the expenses come and you just have to audition it's 90 percent sure that you will be in but i said oh but it's too far to berlin you know <laughs> they, and is language a problem for them because they, they are all spanish speaking yeah but the language is going to be a, it's always a problem it's, it's going to be always a challenge but fortunately we are in the opera world which is 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 to be in, working in the opera world as you well know it's, it's like to be living in new york city you you will find anybody speaking any kind of language yeah, you yeah. know it's it's not a problem now i'm very lucky because the, i am sponsoring a, a young soprano julia araujo you know she's in leipzig also she has a lot of potential. She she's in her mid twenties and and is advancing and advancing, advancing. So I'm very glad that there is some young artists from South America that took the the, the opportunity to have a scholarship and expand in 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 Europe. Yeah, because that's a, a big thing for us here too is finding young people uh, and finding them opportunities to sing in Europe. Uh, and of course, it's difficult here because many of our young singers come from very deprived backgrounds. They don't yeah. have money, so we have to find money for them and training and so on. It's a very important part of our work, as it is yeah. obviously for you also to find young singers and give them help and encouragement. Yes, yes, I tried to do that for a few years until they can stand up and continue by themselves. But uh, um, it's sad because uh, to, to, to find opportunities is so difficult. It's so difficult and when the opportunities are there, you know, uh, they must be appreciated, you know. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, because there's a big population in South America, there must be lots of wonderful singers there too. Yeah. yeah. Now, your next choice is uh, music by Alfredo Catalani from La Wally, Eben Neandro Lontana. René Fleming singing music by Alfredo Catalani, Eben Neandro Lontana from La Wally, the London Philharmonic Orchestra under Sir Charles McCarris. You're listening to People of Note on Classic 1027. I'm Richard Koch, and my guest tonight is Gaston Rivero, uh, a tenor born in Uruguay, grew up in Argentina, now living in New York and Germany. As I said, it's just about 7 o'clock. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back after this. That was Liebestot from Tristan and Isolde by Richard Wagner. Margaret Price was singing there with the Staatskapelle of Dresden under Carlos Kleiber. Gaston, are there roles? Uh, you say Otello is now your favorite role. Are there still roles that you would like to sing or music by other composers that you would like to sing? Yes, they are, certainly, but, uh, you know, uh, 
I love Wagner, you know, and, and I love, love to, to listen to Wagner. And, and but you don't sing Wagner. And, and I know, and I can, I, I don't sing Wagner. And, and I think that it would be very, very, uh, um, not so smart of me in, of, of going in, in, in that territory because uh, it's, 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 it's not me, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's not my repertory, you know. Yeah. So you stick with sort of Italian repertoire? Verdi, Puccini. Yeah. Yes, I stay there. there. You're comfortable and at home there. Yes, I am at home. I feel comfortable. And, you know, I, 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 I think that I, I can bring the top of the top of, of myself singing that repertory, staying in Verdi, staying in, in, in Puccini. I think yeah. that, you know, a singer should, should know exactly the limits. Yeah. Do you sing oratorio at all? I mean, uh, or maybe like Verdi Requiem or something like that? Or do you enjoy that? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I don't sing oratorio so much. I'm the Verdi Requiem, unfortunately, you know, uh, is is some kind of piece that is like, you you know that when you are cursed, yes. when you sing, a, when you the, for some reason there is something that you shouldn't do because you know that you will lose. And every time that I perform the Verdi Requiem, something Goes happened. wrong. Something yeah. went wrong. Something went wrong, you know. Uh, one time I remember that I drank so much water that I had so much desire to go to the bathroom in the middle of the wreck and I couldn't move and I felt that I was dying. <laughs> it felt forever. You know, and, and, and these kind of situations that always happen to me. And I said, you know, for the very another time, I, w I was singing Verdi's Requiem in, in Budapest, and right the night before the Requiem, uh, it, it was a weather that was impossible, minus twenty degrees, and I arrived in the theater and I was frozen, and and, and the voice was not working. And I said, but w what is wrong w with me? You know, so for some reason the Verdi's Requiem is some piece that I am. I am a, li a little bit, a little bit afraid. Yeah. So basically, you stick to opera. I stick to That's opera. That's your yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I noticed, and and people were telling me that at Starlight Classics, you were dancing like crazy in <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I should have been a pop star, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I couldn't find my way. <laughs> no, but when you were when you were young, it sounds as though you enjoyed seeing that lighter repertoire. Also, yeah. you know your friends, and then your father had to tell you, "No, yeah, of you, course, you must behave now." That, that was that is exactly what happened, you yeah. know. So yeah. maybe there's a hidden pop star in you. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. Maybe in the next twenty years, well, well, <laughs> when I arrive in my sixties, you can be a pop. Because it's interesting. Many older, yeah. uh, many older opera singers do crossover music now. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know. But, uh, but that's still in the future for you. Yeah, no, but I, I just try to be careful, you know. I, I, I love to have fun. You know, you, you understand, Richard, that uh, I started my career on Broadway. You know, that the first, the first big contracts that I got were on Broadway to be on La Boheme on Broadway, to be with the Tenors Unleashed, to 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 be pe performing on Broadway because it was my early my, my early twenties the, the 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 best ways to be exposed and it was wonderful because we working with Bas Lurman on 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 Broadway was such a wonderful experience because uh, it, it, it he gave us a, a, a way to understand that we were not divas or divas like in the opera war. We were today, we were playing Rodolfo, but tomorrow you were playing the fruit seller on a stage or a policeman or a gigolo, you know, it didn't matter, you know, you were able to be acting in different characters. But you have to be ready to dance, you have to be ready to 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 sing, to, to and, and it was extreme. The training was, was very, very demanding. But a good training. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. So I still remember those days, and when I have an opportunity to dance on a stage, I do it. I don't know if people will like it, but okay. <laughs> and it was interesting also what you said uh, about uh, when I asked you, you know, um, this is your first visit to South Africa, you said, you know, originally with Gondwana land, the, the continents were joined. So in a way, you feel like part of Africa also. I am part of Africa, but if you, if you check the 34 latitude, is exactly the one that connects uh, Laguna Negra in Uruguay with Cape Town yes. in Africa. So, you know, uh, and the same vegetation that you have in one location, you have it in the other as well. It's incredible. That's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. So, for sure, when we were together, you know, when we were united and we were only one continent, yeah. Uruguay and South Africa were one country. Yeah. 
Well, here's now something rather different. Meine Lippen, sie küssen so heiß. This is from Judita by Franz Leha. Elizabeth Schwarzkopf, the singer. The singer Elizabeth Schwarzkopf. Meine Lippen, sie küssen so heiß. From Judita. That was the London Philharmonic Orchestra under Otto Ackermann. Who of the sopranos, I mean, many of these people you've listened yeah. to and you've heard, who have you worked with of these big sopranos? Well, let me tell you that with uh, I I love Elisa, uh, Elizabeth Schwarzkopf and and uh, I had a crush on her. I was <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> We're I hearing w- all the stories <laughs> from your youth now. I was in love with her. Yeah. I don't know. I was in love. I don't know if she was alive. You know, I don't, I don't remember when she died exactly. Yeah. But uh, I said, "Wow, what a beautiful woman!" You know, what a beautiful voice, incredible. You know, yeah. so maybe I, someday I will be able to meet her. <laughs> I was not able. You know, yeah. but. Uh, uh, I had I had a chance to work with many 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 top sopranos uh, in my life. Well, uh, Aprile Milo, she was she she was a sweetheart. She yeah. was amazing and supportive and sweet. We did my first Fanchula del West at Carnegie Hall. Uh, I was in my early twenties. I remember and and she was extremely supportive of all of us and you know such an amazing woman, you know. And I also worked with Anna Netrebko in the past. Uh, we did Trovatore together, and uh, she was uh, one of the most generous uh, colleagues that I ever had in my life. We had dinner uh, m- many times together, and she was every time paying the bill for everybody. And we were saying, no, stop. And she said, no way, I do it. No way, I do it. You know, I said, no, well, at least at least l- let us share it. And she was saying, no, 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 no. no. So wonderful, you know. And I had a chance to work with Anna Pirozzi, with amazing singing, top quality soprano. I remember that we did Nabucco together. I had a small role, the role of Ismael, who is, no, nobody really noticed that you, <laughs> if you are a Babylonian or an Israeli, nobody knows. <laughs> but uh, she was singing Abigail, and she, she opened her mouth, and you know, and it was perfection. Yeah. Just perfection, yeah. It must be wonderful to be on the stage with big artists like that who are generous musically and generous in their in their life and in yeah. all ways yeah yes yeah it's wonderful so there's quite a a camaraderie in in backstage yes not always unfortunately but very often i would say you know yeah yes. sometimes there's difficulties yes yes of course you know and it, but it happens with, with with tenors as well you know <laughs> you never <laughs> you never know what to expect you know yeah. that's it you know it's a uh, it's part of, of the business but, but you life. seem to me quite an easygoing person you don't make trouble often well I tell you why you know uh, my father didn't want me to become an opera singer originally he when when he heard my voice you know at 12 but before that time I was trained to be a football player. Aha. I played in Boca Junior. I was trained from 7 until 13 as a football player in Buenos Aires, in Argentina. And the rule that we have there is teamwork. It doesn't matter who is going to score the goal. We have to win. That is all what matters. It doesn't matter who is the, 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 the star of the team. We have to win. You know, so they train me that way, and I apply that on opera. Yeah, which is very much a team game, also. Yeah, in fact, all music making, like an orchestra or a choir or an opera company, is a very much a team game. I keep telling my choir, it's the best team sport to sing in a choir. Absolutely, you need a lot of discipline. You have to think about the people around you. And you have one goal, and that's to produce a fantastic concert. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I really, I felt that with Starlight Classics when we were performing. It's a big team of people there, very complicated operation, but we made ten thousand people very happy. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And the the crew backstage, magnificent. Yeah. You know, taking care of every single detail, yeah. Yeah. and. Uh, you know, I haven't seen anything working so precisely since yeah. in, since my days on Broadway. Yeah, good. Yeah. So we can do things well in South Africa. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Unbeldi is your next choice. This is from Madame Butterfly. It's by Puccini. Angela Giorgio with the Giuseppe Verdi Symphony Orchestra of Milan under Anton Coppola. 
Un Bel Di from Madame Butterfly by Giacomo Piccini, Angela Giorgio singing there with the Giuseppe Verdi Symphony Orchestra of Milan under Anton Coppola. Now, I have to say that one of my favorite pieces with, there are not many duets for men in, in opera. Am I right? Not a lot of duets, but one of the famous ones is from the Pearl Fishers by, yes, by Gunnar. Have you performed this? In Never the entire role. Never the entire role. The duet, yes, I sang it in several occasions, but the, the, the entire role, I I was scheduled to, to sing it once in Buenos Aires, but they didn't happen. It didn't happen. I'm talking about 20, 24, 25 years yeah. ago. <laughs> so do you ever, what languages do you perform in Italian and German? Not in German. Not. I, per I perform in Italian and French. Italian and French. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, mainly. Yes. Yeah. And are there operas written in South America also? Are there? I mean, I'm thinking of uh, of Piazzolla. There, there are operas. Yes, yeah. there, there are operas, of course. And but the, in in general, the the, the Spanish uh, uh, operetta or, or or opera would be the zarzuela. Yeah, zarzuela. Yes. Yeah. From which you sang uh, No Puede Ser. No Puede Ser, yes. Yeah, beautiful aria, powerful. Powerful, yeah. beautiful, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but here, let's listen to this duet. Uh, the singers are Ramon Vargas and Vasily Guerrello, and the music by Georges Bizet. Uh, it's from The Pearl Fishers, and here it comes. The famous Pearl Fishers duet by Bizet from the opera The Pearl Fishers and the two singers there, Ramon Vargas, a famous singer, and Vasily were the other one. But um, Ramon Vargas, was he a Spanish singer? No, Mexican. No, Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yes. I never had a chance to meet him personally. Yeah. Yeah, a beautiful voice. Which, which other famous singers have come from South America? Well, we have uh, Marcelo Alvarez. Yes. He, was, he, he had a good career. Where does Roberto Alagna come from? No, he's French. French. He's, no, he's, a, he's, I think that he's Italian. He's originally yeah. from Italy, yeah. but grew up in France. And um, from South America, let me see, you know. Well, doesn't, uh, did Barenboim come from? Barenboim is from Argentina. From Argentina. He's yeah. not a singer, but he's yeah. a conductor, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, the other, the pianist, the famous Marta, uh, Marta Argerich, Marta Argerich, also yeah, from she's magnificent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Buenos Aires must have had a very rich cultural life at one time. Yeah, because uh, mainly back in in the last century, in the beginning of the last century, a lot of immigration from Europe came in Buenos Aires and Montevideo mainly. So uh, that helped so much to. To the European culture to flourish yeah. in, in 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 those in those cities. Yeah. And did you sing in a choir when you were young? I sang in a choir uh, when I was five, six years old. I remember the lady who was the director of the choir. She's probably dead by now, you know. <laughs> Her name was Ines, and she was always saying, you know, very old lady playing the piano. She was saying, this kid has beautiful voice. You know, she was pointing to me, you know, but uh, very, I still remember the songs. That I still remember the songs that I was singing during those days. Can you believe that? I can. Yeah. Yeah, well. I think music embeds itself deep inside. Yes, yeah. yes, no, absolutely. And that's very important because when one day when you are old, you will remember those songs still that you sang when you yeah. were a boy. It was the only period, you know, during during a school time where I used to behave when we were making music, because the, <laughs> the rest I was a d difficult were, difficult were, child. Were you a naughty boy? Uh, yeah, well, it was problematic, let's say. You know, always, you know, creating something, bringing a plastic snake and throwing it to the teacher or these kind of things, you know. <laughs> so you were trouble at school. I was, yeah. I was, but in, not in music. When the, when, yeah. he, when Ines was taking me, this old lady was taking me by the hand. I remember she was like like coming from a fairy tale, you know, yeah. and putting me there and saying, "Now you will sing," and then preparing the whole chorus. And you were singing the solos. I yeah. love that time. Well, here comes a chorus now. This is the Vienna State Opera Chorus singing "Va Pensiero," the famous slaves chorus from Nabucco. That was the famous slaves chorus, Va Pensiero, from the opera Nabucco by Verdi, the Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra and the Vienna State Opera Chorus under Lamberto Gardelli. 
the choice of Gaston Rivero, who's my guest in People of Note. Gaston has been in South Africa. He's a tenor visiting from Europe, uh, and he's been singing at Starlight Classics and did an opera gala also while he was here. Gaston, when you're not singing and you're not performing, how do you relax? What do you like to do? Do you go to movies or do you... What do you do? I have I have a, a three, actually, I would say four big hobbies. You know, one is one is running. I love running. I love running marathons, if possible, half marathons. You know, and and I try to train in order to to uh, participate in one marathon in the city where, where where I will be performing if that happens or some place nearby. Uh, the other one is fishing, which I cannot do very often, unfortunately, because I, you know, most of the time when I'm performing in Europe, it's winter time, and and the best place for fishing for me is Florida. So every time that I can go, I do it there or somewhere else. But uh, I, I am that's a huge addiction since I was uh, a teenager, a child. I, I love to do that. Um, I also love to go to the movies. Yeah. Yes, I enjoy that the most. Wherever I am performing in the world, I love to go to the movies and 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 after performances, sometimes going and watch a movie and, and enjoy it. And know. do you enjoy food? I enjoy food. Yes, yeah, yeah. But that's a very tricky one because I have to be very careful with that. Yeah. Because uh, imagine changing from the food that you can eat here in South Africa, some yeah. some next week in in Europe, in Germany, and the following week in Brussels. So I have to be very very careful because uh, I don't have the best the best stomach, neither the best liver, in order to continue. You know. Uh, do you cook yourself? Do you enjoy yes, cooking? Yes, very often. Yeah, very often. Yeah. And what sort of food do you enjoy cooking? And I I would say mainly pasta. Yeah. So yeah. Italian opera, Italian food. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. And mostly when I perform, I prefer to cook for myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When yeah, I'm yeah. performing, I try to cook for myself. All every day. So you keep it simple. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Simple spaghetti well, with spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, here's someone also who liked his food was uh, Papageno, <laughs> and this is a beautiful aria from the Magic Flute Papagena Papageno. It's by Mozart. Hawken Hagegard and Martina Bove. Music by Mozart, Papagena, Papageno from the Magic Flute. The singers there were Hawken Hagegard and Martina Bove with the Orchestral Ensemble of Paris under Armin Jordan. The choice of Gaston Rivero. Don't you feel sad that you don't sing German opera when you hear that? Oh, don't tell me, don't tell me. You know, mainly, mainly Mozart. Yeah. Oh, God. By far my favorite composer, you know? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, by far. Yeah, you know, it's the, the 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 type of music that that he wrote, which is just so pure and so yeah. full of hope and so so powerful in positive energy. Yeah. Well, uh, my favorite composer is Bach, but then you don't sing oratorio. See, I like to sing oratorio and I like to conduct oratorio, so that's why Bach is my favorite. I think, but. Um, Mozart comes a close second, I think, for me. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think it's sad that you don't sing Mozart. Well, I suppose you can sing Italian Mozart. But it's not my fact anyway. No, it's no, 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 no. no. I, I tried in the past, but... It doesn't work for you. It doesn't work. You, 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 you will find easily hundreds of tenors that will do that better than I. So your particular fach, uh, is there are not so many tenors. There are not so many around, no, fortunately for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got work for a while anyway. Yeah. And so uh, is your schedule quite busy, f quite far ahead? I Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. How, I, are you booked a couple of years ahead? I am, yes, I am booked at the moment signing contracts for 2023 already. You see, I, I some just, of the contracts. Yeah, yeah. For our listeners, it seems unbelievable that, you know, you're booking things four years ahead. But that's how it works in the opera opera world. Yes, yes. Um, and and good for you that you know you've got work lined up for the next four years. Yeah, yeah. But it makes your life quite tricky in a way because you have to fit other things in between. 
Yes, also, and, and, and not just that, because also uh, eventually maybe better offers come and you said, oh my God, you know. But you've accepted can, But you are already under contract and I, you know, and, and you have to continue uh, working, you know, the way you you did it in the past we, 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 you know you have to respect your contract yeah so yeah once you're committed you must you do have it. to do it yeah. you know so otherwise your name it becomes happens so often yeah. it happens so often yeah. every season suddenly you know uh, a big contract and a huge opportunity suddenly comes but you cannot do it you know yeah well it's really nice that you could fit in this few days in south africa and you also you had a couple of days off so you could go to a game park yes it was beautiful Oh my God! What experience! And did you see some animals? I saw yes, lions and and, and giraffes and and hippos and rhinos and so so many. But it was beautiful. The, the, just the the atmosphere, the air, and uh, I remember that uh, we were walking up at four o'clock in the morning, and it, it it didn't bother. Yeah, you know, it didn't bother. It was like uh, I felt like in a in a toy store. Yeah, <laughs> like a child in a toy story. Yeah. That's that's wonderful. So, it's your first visit here, but one day you must come back again to sing again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yes, see. Absolutely, if we can, I would love to. We'll see if we can organize that. Now, uh, here comes uh, a famous singer, Victoria de los Angeles, uh, singing Habanera from Carmen. The famous Victoria de los Angeles performing the Habanera from Carmen by Georges Bizet. The National Orchestra of the French Broadcasting Corporation conducted by Sir Thomas Beecham. It's an amazing combination of people performing there. The final choice of my guest in People of Note, Gaston Rivero. So from here, Gaston, from Johannesburg, where do you go next? I have Tosca next week in Leipzig. What is week? I think that is this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your life is, is I think running that is away. On Sunday, yeah. Yeah. on the fifteenth. Yes, I have yeah. performance of Tosca in Leipzig, Germany. Yes. Then uh, I have to go to to Italy and perform in, uh, with the with Trieste Opera uh, Carmen, and 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 I continue in in Padova. I have also Turandot, and then I have a, I continue in Essen, Don Carlo, and, and and more operas in Leipzig as well, and. Well, it's great that you could fit us into your busy schedule, and I can hear that you're going to be busy for the next few months <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you for coming into the studio. For My talking pleasure. To us. Yeah. And uh, we hope that you come back to South Africa sometime. I hope so. Yeah. I hope and so. And that when you meet South Africans on your circuit now, you can at least talk to them about home. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It would be a pleasure. My guest in People of Note was Gaston Rivero. You've been listening to that program on Classic 1027. So thank you all for listening and thanks to Pitt for helping us put it all together. And until next time, from all of us here at Classic 1027, we wish you a very good night.